Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Arbitrage Revolution. I'm Lisa, and I'm going to take you on a journey on this episode number two of how to get started with retail arbitrage, selling on eBay, Poshmark, Mercari, and uh, Facebook Marketplace. And there's more, but we'll cover these to begin with. But uh, thanks for coming, and happy Friday to you. I wanted to go over some important steps to take when beginning um, your opening of your, or unless you've already started, but these are things that could help implement or, or make things a little bit easier for you as you go. Um, as you know, you um, can open an eBay account. If you're already been, uh, if you've been buying on eBay, you can actually use that same account to sell, or you can open a separate one if you'd like. Uh, but um, I just use my same, you know, buyer one as my seller one as well. And I just um, go that way. But what you're going to want to do, because if you're really truly going to do this, you're going to want to get the uh, eBay app on your phone, on your smartphone. You want to go to your app store and download the eBay app. It's really helpful, especially when you're out there at uh, Goodwill or a flea market or a tag sale and you're trying to see what the sold comps are. If you don't know what a sold comp is, it's what uh, a comparison would be for that product you're looking at, whether it be a CD or a video game or some sort of gaming unit or clothing, what have you. It allows you to look up the information and post that on eBay to find out what the comparable sold ones were going for at the time. Um, and there's filters for that. But let's just start with the app. You have to get the app first. Um, and even um, when you're, you know, wanting to get something on eBay, you can purchase through there as well. But you can also sell right from your phone um, if you'd like. So get that. Um, upload the eBay app. Um, and then there's a scan bar on that, and we'll talk more about that, but it's, it's really just, there's the search area, and then there's the selling side. There's two sides to that app. You could search it on the main search, or you can go to the seller section and search there. Once you've gotten your account open on eBay, you're going to want to maybe check out your store options. Now, in the beginning, you might just want to just straight up sell and not have a store front um, because you really won't have a lot to begin with, my suggestion for you is to take that eBay app and go around your home and find things that you no longer want, you no longer need, that are obsolete for you. Maybe you haven't touched it in years, but you know there's value to it. Uh, you would not believe what is valuable to someone else. <laughs> uh, let me tell you a story. I was a young kid, and my mom used to get these uh, boxed laundry soaps so it was the powdered soap you'd use for washing your laundry i forgot the name of the the company that would do it but when she'd buy the really big box of powdered laundry there'd be a glass inside and it was a brown glass with these raised ridges on like raised um areas on it and um i used to get be the one that used to be able to go in and get it so my family, um, lo and behold, later sent me a box of items they no longer wanted but knew I'd probably want. 
and the glasses were in them. There was just two left. I guess the others didn't make it. We had a whole set. But in any event, I looked it up, and on eBay, just four of those glasses that we got for free from a laundry box from the 70s, I'm aging myself, were worth um, like $10 to $24, depending on who was selling it or the size. You would not believe. So if you know the name of the manufacturer, I happen to be able to trace it back to find out who it was. It was called American Concord or something. And um, and then I was able to look it up on eBay and find the exact things. As a matter of fact, I ended up buying more sets of those glasses because I did the research to find out how much they were worth. Um, and now I have a whole set because I just love them. It's like a childhood thing that um, I absolutely wanted back, you know, a memory, what have you. But those are times of things that maybe you have that would evoke the same response in someone else that would find those things interesting, you know? So um, go around your house. If there's barcodes on items, you can bar you can scan that barcode and look up the sold comps. What you do is you'd scan it. There's a filter on the cell side of the app um, that says, or no, it's on the main side, sorry, uh, that says filter. You scroll down a little bit and, and then you push the uh, sold uh, slider and that will, and then hit search and that'll show you everything that's sold probably in the last six months to a year, excuse me. Um, and then you'll be able to uh, see what you're looking at if you have value. So you can always check that out. Once you have the items that you want to maybe list, you're going to want to find a good place to take pictures. There's, you know, if you don't have a, a photo box, which is something that I use now that I didn't have right away, if you don't have... Um, something that is a professional type item to take your images, you can always find a very well lit area and use the flash on your phone and place down a white cloth or wood. Some folks have been putting down planks of wood or something with interesting texture to have a nice background to. You could even go and get a section of um, wallpaper or something that's in, like a, maybe shows grain of wood or or marble or something like that, you know, where, where you could just set up a temporary location and, 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 and have good clear light on it. And so you can take pictures of your items. The pictures are so important. Go through and look at other listings and see who may have done a good job and who may have not going to done a good, a good job before you attempt to do it, especially like on the items that you are going to sell. If you see something, go ahead and look it up see how those images were taken and then look at the best of them and then try to mimic something similar. I don't duplicate it, you know, exactly, but make it your own and make it good. The images are important. They want to see what they're buying. They want to see any flaws that are on the items. They want to see, uh, and, and this is important to mention too, if you do have an item that has a scratch, a nick, make sure you get the picture of that scratch or nick. Don't hide it because you could be looking at a return or a bad um, a bad review of, of your uh, item and your, your being a, a negative rating would be bad. You know, it, it doesn't look good. Um, trying to have all um, perfect rating is great, you know, because then people have confidence in purchasing from you. They know that the items that you're listing are truthfully stated and clear images and that everything is shared, you know, um, and so on. So make sure that you're taking good pictures and revealing any flaws of the item that you have. 
don't forget to do that because it'll become a headache if you don't. Um, and then you can even save them as drafts initially. Like you can get started by saving them as drafts and you can put them all live at the same time. Or you can, um, and there's two ways you can set it as an auction or a buy now. Buy now means you're saying, hey, um, for this price, you can buy this. Or uh, you can do buy now and make an offer open. So if someone says, hey, um, I know you're selling it for 25, but I'll give you, would you take 20 or 21? Um, and then you'd be informed and then you could decide whether you'd take it or not. But um, doing these things um, are important because uh, it allows you to have control of the sale and um, for folks to understand uh, what you're looking for and what you're willing to do. So those are some options. And then there's just the description section, which... Yes, you have the pictures that show the flaw, but here's where you state it under the description in eBay. Um, you kind of cover, hey, you know, there's a scratch on the left side of this uh, vase because, or you don't have to say because my dog did it, but you could say there's a left, there's a scratch on the left side of this vase here, and then you take a picture of it. Um, now, with saying that, right, with saying that, if you know there's a flaw and this item is sold comping at $30, let's say, okay, but yours isn't exactly perfect. This is where you kind of say, okay, I probably won't get 30 for this. I'm going to sell it for 26 or 27, 25, because there is a flaw in it. Take that into account when pricing your items, um, because people do take that into account when looking at it, and they'll say, oh, there's three here that have no problem with it. Why would I pay this person for that with, you know, this problem with it? So, of course, take that into account when pricing your items. Um, but um, make sure you try this. You know, get your pictures in, set your pricing. You have to make sure you weigh the item to have a good idea what it's going to cost to ship. Um, there's there's information on how to do that. Um, it's pretty much straightforward. I mean, you'll want to scale. <laughs> You're going to want a scale that works because you need it. Uh, otherwise, this could become a costly thing. If you get your shipping wrong, um, and you get the, the the dimensions of the item and the and the weight of the item wrong. This could cost you in the end, because you're telling someone uh, based on this information, uh, this is how much you'll have to pay in shipping if you do end up charging for shipping. Um, <clears throat> and then this is where I've messed up a few times <laughs> in the beginning, um, and didn't take that seriously. And then I ended up paying, you know, making very little on something or little almost nothing, and just sending them something for literally. Uh, hey, here, and taking a loss, you know, um, a $10 item, and it cost uh, $8 to ship, and maybe a dollar something in fees, and pretty much just lost everything, because I forgot to mark that I wasn't, you know, that I was charging and left it as free shipping, <laughs> excuse me, so make sure you check that out, too. Um, eBay offers a shipping option right in there, um, once you do it, what they'll do is if your item sells and you've weighed it right and you've given the correct dimensions, then they will charge that person that amount if you've selected the buyer will pay. And that uh, what will happen is we'll go through and then it, you'll print a label. You'll need a printer. <laughs> you'll need a good printer that's reliable. It doesn't have to be fancy. Um, at first, you might start with regular paper and then maybe you'll invest in a laser printer that has stickers that run through so you can just peel and stick your uh, shipping label. But initially, regular old paper, a pair of scissors and some good packing tape will work. 
I'm currently doing that right now. I'm going to probably invest in a laser shipper next year, um, laser printer. They're not cheap. But um, if you're going to start increasing your volume, you'll probably end up needing one. So that too. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, eBay will help you print your label and it'll put the person's info. It'll charge them the right amount and then you just kind of put that on your package and make sure you package your item carefully. If it's glass, obviously protect it because, you know, someone getting a broken item would not be good. So you'll have to refund them or you'll have to have them send it back and send a different one if you have more of them. So you want to make sure that um, you're pack packaging your items carefully. Electronics, some things that might not seem like they need a lot of help do. Even if it's got, you know, a box it's already boxed and it has styrofoam, you'll still want to make sure it doesn't bounce around inside of the box you're shipping or packaging. And of course, you don't ship glass in an envelope, you'd put it in a box. <laughs> um, anything fragile like that would have, would you'd probably want to put in a box, not in a um, padded envelope. Um, so we're going to, we're going to kind of end it with, um, these initial things that would help you get started the app, a printer, good um, area for photos and um, just some careful planning a scale obviously to get everything going okay once you have that then you can like finally get in there and try and your hand at selling try not to sign up for too many extras at first um, you can promote your listings there is an option to do that. Don't go crazy. You don't want to take out of your profits too much, but you can promote at a smaller scale. Um, and it does sometimes help for certain things, especially if the item is not a common item that people look for. Try these things. Give it a go. And if you have any questions, um, there is a message button here, <clears throat> excuse me, that you can go ahead and reach out and see if I can answer a question that you're not sure about. Uh, but I will be back uh, next Friday with some more information on um, some more detailed info that will help you uh, with listing and, and selling on eBay. And we will cover some more things later on like Facebook Marketplace and we will cover um, Poshmark as well. I am just dabbling now. I've, I've been in Poshmark for what, two months? Yeah, two months, uh, three months maybe. <laughs> So uh, I'm working on becoming an ambassador in Poshmark, which is a status that you want to shoot for because you have more chances of more sales. But um, we'll get into all that. But thank you so much uh, for joining us. Happy Friday. I hope you have an amazing weekend. And um, until next time, bye.